0: Good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry.
1: Good morning, Brandon Baxter.
0: All right, so here we go. Today is Monday. It's December the 6th of 2021. You're waking up to some rain and thunderstorms across Arkansas this morning. The storms are kind of pushing off to the east. Uh, We're seeing a heavy line of storms kind of toward uh, DeWitt right now. Dumas seeing some storms, Helena, West Helena, and then uh, some rain falling in northeast Arkansas. So a shout out to... Those be out there dealing with the rain, temperatures are going to fall throughout the day today. So, there you go. The warm spots right now.
1: How are your dogs this morning? Awful. <laughs> Mine too.
0: Stupid. I don't even know what was happening. <laughs> but they started freaking out before the storms even started. Like, their senses were kind of off, right? Mine were
1: too, yeah.
0: It was like two-something, three, I don't know what it was, but I heard feet running around the house in, like, circles. And then, <laughs> the little ones were going nuts. Yep. And the big one, because the little ones were running around. And it was just chaos.
1: My mom's dog is also at my house. So we have three. So there's a lot mm. of.
0: Yeah, it's just everywhere. Yeah. It makes me want to put booties on dogs so they can't wake you up. You should knit some. Because they were just, I mean, they were going nuts. <laughs> and as I was getting ready to leave this morning, I'm not sure exactly how this happened, but uh, the the door that goes from our house to the garage somehow was open. Huh? And the, one of the dogs was outside in the garage laying in a wagon. Uh-huh. And I'm like, what happened here? <laughs> Did the did the thunder rumble so hard that the door opened or what or did I just not close it
1: and it felt protected in the wagon
0: in the garage with less insulation than in the house in our brightest dog. But anyway, you might have woke up uh, to some noise and stuff this morning. There's some limbs and stuff down this morning as well. But again, temperatures fall as we go throughout the early part of the day uh kelly's back she missed a couple of days last week and boy she has a heck of a story
1: uh yeah i do have a a really good story and it's all true
0: yeah so for the most part as we look at what's happening this morning uh, there's a lot of people who walk into the radio station and they're seeing kelly and when they see her (laughs) their their mouths open really big because they thought she was about to die
1: that 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 is true i've had two people um come in here and kind of blink at me like what hey what kelly So I have felt uh, I felt good this morning so far.
0: Yeah, it's a heck of a story that we're going to get into as we go throughout the show this morning. Uh, Today, Monday, December the 6th, it is St. Nicholas Day. Uh, This is the day where kind of Santa Claus was kind of based on St. Nicholas because the guy gave away all of his money to the poor. So uh, St. Nicholas Day, it's also National Pawn Brokers Day, Walt Disney Day and National Microwave Oven Day.
2: Mm, so, that's handy.
0: all things you can celebrate as you wake up and get going today.
2: Brandon, Baxter in the morning. was
0: go through Kelly's phone a few minutes ago and I was looking to see her most frequently used emojis. <laughs> <laughs> Evidently she's a fan of fruits and vegetables. No. <laughs>
1: that is not true. I am sure.
0: I'm not even sure. What is it? No, what is, that is it?
1: Not true.
0: Where'd you get your peaches? Uh huh. No. <laughs> Down in Arkansas, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. The most popular emoji from the last uh, year is the face with tears of joy. Really? This, this isn't the sideways one. This is the straight on one. Okay. Uh, they also say the red heart is number two. Rolling on the floor laughing is number three, which is the one I use. It's like uh, it's like the the tears are kind of going off. Uh, diagonally. Yes. You know what I'm saying? The, like the head's kind of, yeah. yeah, the head's kind of diagonal mm-hmm. thumbs up comes in at number four. The loudly crying face comes in there as well. Then there's other ones that people use like, you know, blowing kisses and the smiling face with the hard eyes and stuff like that.
1: Okay. Um, so if we were to open your phone,
0: yes, uh, the hands praying. Is what?
1: Oh, is. oh, okay. That makes
0: a list too. I was just looking over mm-hmm. here. That also makes. I don't the know list. if that's
1: on your list.
0: They also say that the most least used emojis. If you go back and check out uh, your emoji list, uh, the flags. People don't really use flags all that
1: much. <laughs> Maybe we should change. We should change that.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't think I've ever used the flag. Have you ever used the flag?
1: I don't. I don't think I have.
0: They say it's the largest subcategory, but almost nobody uses it. Hmm. Because I mean, what would you use it for?
1: I guess. Like if, I'm, if I'm
0: texting my mother, I send the Japanese flag because she's half Japanese.
1: Or, hey, what are you watching on TV? Maybe someone singing the Star-Spangled Banner. Boom,
0: here comes the American yeah, flag. I, I don't know. But who's going to use the Russian flag?
1: I'm sure someone will,
0: will use it. You know what I'm saying, though? Like, Typically, you're probably not going to use multiple flags.
1: Yeah, my main one is uh, the no. one going like this.
0: Uh, whatever, you don't know? Yeah,
1: like, I don't know.
0: Let me see it. No. Let me no. T- I'm not going to do anything bad. I just want to see look,
1: it. I'm letting you look.
0: Yeah, see, okay. n- no. Uh huh. Microphones on there. One hundred is on there. Yeah. So you can go and check out your emojis and see what you use the most often. Let me go. Like I I'm look gonna like text such you. Such
1: a nice person
0: with my emojis. Oh, yeah, you
1: Let sure, me see
0: yeah. your emojis. Uh, it's the turn la- them around. It's the rolling crying face. <laughs> no, Let I'm me not see.
1: Exactly. Uh huh. <laughs> Y'all see who turned their phone around? It, I did. It's
0: the cowboy hat guy because I think that one's funny. Fist bump because I, I, I fist bump a lot You never sent people.
1: the cowboy hat one.
0: Yeah, it's my second most used one though.
1: When would you ever use a cowboy
0: hat? Just as a funny, like, Hey, what's up? A cowboy. <laughs> yeah, have, that's funny. I have, <laughs> I have one with glasses, the glasses guy. Cause I have my glasses now. Yeah. Also changed my bitmoji to have glasses.
1: You and your glasses. I'm
0: all in on the glasses. <laughs> <laughs>
2: let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning
0: so the year was 2008 and the Zac Brown band had the number one song in country music on this day
3: and a little bit of chicken fried. cold beer on a Friday night a pair of jeans that fit just right and the radio a lot of sea sunrise see the love and my woman Of a precious child and no mother's love. It's funny how it's the little things in life that mean the most. Not where you live, what you drive, or the price tag on your clothes. There's no dollar sign on a piece of mind, this I've come to know.
0: 13 years ago today, the Zac Brown Band was sitting at the top of the charts with Chicken Fry, the number one song in country music. I thank
3: God for my life, and for the stars and stripes, may freedom forever fly, let it ring, salute the ones who die, the ones that give their lives, so we don't have to sacrifice. All the things we love Like our chicken fries Come on And cold beer on a Friday night A pair of jeans that fit just right And the radio oh, oh, oh. i like to see the sunrise, See the love in my mama's eyes Feel the touch of my precious child And know a mother's love Gets a little chicken fries. Come on And cold beer Friday night, a pair of jeans that fit just right, and the radio up, a radio, a lot of sea sunrise, see the love in my woman's eyes, feel the touch of my precious child, and no mother's
0: love. The Zach Brown Band, it's Chicken Fry, number one on this day in 2008.
2: Brandon Baxter in the morning.
0: Right, good morning. It is Monday, December the 6th of 2021. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you.
3: Good
1: morning,
2: Arkansas. Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. I right, got you gossip on
0: Mariah Carey, who is breaking more records, making more history, and she's thanking her lamily for that. I guess that's her fans, which she calls her Lamily, like her family with the Mm -hmm. lambs. Uh, So Mariah Carey and her song, All I Want for Christmas is You, has become the first and only holiday song to ever take home the Recording Industry Association of America Diamond Award, which means that song has done 10 million sales and streaming units in the U.S. alone. The only holiday song to ever do that in history. So Mariah says... To her fans, and I quote, the continued love for my song never ceases to amaze me and fill my heart with a multitude of emotions. She goes on to say it blows my mind that all I want for Christmas is you has endured different eras of the music industry, which I think that is pretty special because that song came out like in the 90s. If you want to check out a special performance of Mariah, she has her twins, uh, Moroccan and Monroe doing that song with her. On Apple TV Plus and Mariah Carey's Magical Christmas Special, which is available now. But the song that's done it all, the song that's making the records and making history is, of course, this one. Here we go. Mariah. It's here. 10 million units
3: sold.
0: I mean, that is, to me, still the song of Christmas. So congratulations to Mariah Carey.
1: Got to Gossip Today on BTS. So, BTS, they continue to break records. The latest based on their four-night stay and four-night show schedule at the SoFi Stadium this past week. BTS brought in over $33 million with those four shows and sold over 200,000 tickets. So, I know. Right now, BTS shows are ranked the sixth best grossing engagement in in Billboard box score history. So, uh, they're running around with the biggest box score in the U.S. in 18 years. The biggest forever for California, too. Uh, All based on shows done at a particular venue, so at SoFi Stadium. But uh, I'm going to assume that breaking records requires a lot of work. They did announce that they're going to take a little bit of a break, so we'll see how long that that break is, but uh, BTS, still breaking records.
0: And got your gossip today on George Clooney, and the news is out that he's turned down a commercial, a television commercial, that he was invited to film. It was for an airline, and uh, he turned down one day's work of $35 million. Oh. One day, $35 million bucks. He said that he and his wife uh, basically kind of researched this airline company and they realized that maybe this was uh, held in a country that even though it's an ally of the U.S., sometimes uh, people question what they do. And he thought maybe it was a, a bad look if he took the commercial, even though it was $35 million for one day. He says if it takes a minute's sleep away from him, it's not worth it. Another reason
1: to love George.
0: Yeah, and another reason to realize how ridiculously (laughs) rich he is. If you're willing to turn down $35 bucks in one day, you realize how much money you got to have to do that. But, of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the Morning, we got you gossip.
2: Brandon Baxter in the Morning.
0: So CMT has a list out of the best and worst Christmas songs. Right? Yes. And to me, there's more worst ones <laughs> than best ones. Yeah. I've said it forever and I know it's probably one of the least popular things I say every year, but I'm I'm just not really a fan. Hmm. You know, I never really have been a fan of Christmas music. Except like Mariah and right. maybe an in sync song here or there. Yeah. There's a few out there that are right. But like you know, when somebody's like, hey, my favorite artist is putting out a Christmas album. I'm going, who the heck is going to buy that? <laughs> who best. wants that?
1: You're old Ebenezer over there.
0: But who really wants that? Even from somebody you really like. Oh, I really want to hear them do Christmas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It just sounds like, ugh. But I was going to run through. Uh, you want to go the best list or the worst list first? Ooh, um- I have the top five of each.
1: Just surprise me. Maybe I can just try to figure it out.
0: All right. Well, let's go ahead. We'll go with the best okay. and then we'll hit the worst. Okay. Right. So top five uh, best songs for Christmas in at number five is Andy Williams. Do you know the song? It's the most wonderful time of the year. Yes. It's this. One. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Number five on the best Christmas songs, according to CMT. Then you have Burl Ives at number four. Okay. It's the Got best it. time. Bobby Helms on. is number three with this one.
4: Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Love it. Jingle bells like swing that one? and jingle bells ring. Snowing, Brenda
0: Lee snowing, is number two on the best Christmas songs. Rockin'
3: around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party. Honey. And we just
0: referenced this one. No surprise, number one is Mariah. So. That makes sense, right? All I want for Christmas yeah. is you. Number one, Mariah. Yeah. Let's run through the songs that are the most hated. And <laughs> I think that's always fun, too, right? Yes. Uh, let's see here. The most hated songs as we go through the list. Uh, how about poor Gala Peavy? I can't believe Gala Peavy's not real popular.
3: I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Only a hippopotamus will do.
0: Also on the list of the worst Christmas songs ever, you have Barbara Streisand.
3: Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. What, what is What
0: fun it is to
1: ride in a one open sleigh. We're dashing through the snow. It sounds like you're starting to get done with this. All the go, Like
3: you have to uh,
0: uh, You're going to hate this. The Beach Boys made oh, the list. No.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, again, they were just trying to put out a Christmas thing yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We might as well do our own Christmas album <laughs> We
3: should.
0: Doesn't matter, nobody wants that anyway Might as well go ahead and just do it <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that uh, Jose Feliciano has made oh. the list And this one kind of surprises me Because you hear this one all the time Feliz Navidad makes the list of the worst For Jose Feliciano Aww. Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad
3: Feliz Navidad próspero año y feliz also on the
0: list of the worst Christmas songs the most hated according to CMT this version of Jingle Bells
3: Oh yeah
0: <laughs> Who does this oh. If you have paid for this song, I wanna find out why.
2: I'm gonna buy that one.
0: There you
2: go. Okay, I'm done with that.
0: The best and worst Christmas songs according to CMT.
2: Brandon, Baxter in the morning.
0: So it was all kinds of a mess on Friday. I was all excited because tickets to go see Garth Brooks went on sale. You know, we talked all about Garth and Fayetteville and the excitement and all the different stuff that was going to happen with that. So I was excited about it and I decided I was going to log on and try to buy us some tickets to go see Garth. Yes. I got there early, about 15 minutes before the tickets went on sale. And I was all excited because I thought I'm guaranteed to at least get inside the stadium. (laughs) And? An hour and a half later, I got no tickets. Uh... Kelly, I waited and I waited and I waited and I was in the queue. And then I got to the point where I could buy some tickets. And then there were a couple of times, three or four different times where I, I was trying to purchase four and I'd hit four, and it would say, You can get these seats in a good section. I'd hit buy.
3: Operator, won't you put me on through? I gotta send my Oops, love. I didn't hit that button,
0: So I'd hit buy, and all of a sudden, it would show me I was about to do it. And it would be like, Put in your information, and boom, it would say, Sorry, something went wrong. Oh. It's happened four different times. So then all of a sudden, with all these mistakes that were going on, I was trying to find Wi-Fi because I was in my truck. Mm. And I started trying to drive to different businesses and connect to their Wi-Fi. Were thinking, you, may- thinking
1: Were you holding your phone out of your uh, truck? Kind it,
0: of ma- like- I mean, maybe it was a Wi-Fi problem, right? Of that, course. That didn't matter. didn't <laughs> help me. And then I started to get to the point where all the good seats were gone. And I'm like, do I want to drive five hours and sit at the top of a football stadium? I mean, it is Garth. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about calling in the favor. I thought about sending the desperate tweet to Garth.
1: Oh, yeah. Hey, man. Hey.
0: Want to hook me up? But, like, think about it. They sold 80,000, 85,000 tickets all so fast. And for those of you who got good tickets, like, you should be so thankful. Mm -hmm. Because there's people who are going to be right there next to the stage because all tickets went on sale at the same time. For the same price, no matter where you were, bottom right there next to the stage or top of the venue. I'm just telling you, though. When it says you're about to get him, I was even on the phone with my wife. i like, I got him! I got him! I got four! Uh, I got four! And then it said something went wrong. Brandon. Yeah.
1: You so. can't say I've got him. I've got him. I before. know. You've got him.
0: No, when it said I had them, when it said put your information in, pay for him, and I was trying to pay for him, and it wouldn't let me pay, and I had the money. It's frustrating. Man. So, if you got those Garth tickets, <clears throat> you are very lucky. And if you want to sell some... <laughs> We might buy them.
1: That's true. But
0: I know when this happened with Morgan Wall and people came out of the woodworks trying to sell Uh, tickets, and I think they were bots. As Kai would say, they were bots. Mm -hmm. So you got to be careful if you're trying to buy those resale tickets. But if you did get Garth in Fayetteville, consider yourself very lucky.
1: I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it.
0: It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy.
3: And people are
1: crazy. So we've seen plenty of stories where a parking dispute ended with someone pulling a gun, but this time this guy took things to a different level. 57-year-old Andre Abrams was at his house in Gainesville, Florida, and Andre and his neighbors have had multiple arguments about parking and he was upset again. Well, this time he walked out of his home with a flamethrower, oh. and he started spraying it in the direction of the car while people were sitting in it. Huh. The flamethrower he owns is called an XM42 Light, and apparently it can shoot flames more than 20 feet. Oh my gosh. Three kids under the age of 18 were also in the car when he did it, but luckily no one was hurt. Mm. The flames never actually hit the car, but witnesses said that they got within about five feet of it, so it was pretty scary for the kids. Andre admitted to it, but claimed that no one was in any, in, in any danger. He said if he wanted to burn down the car, he would have. He's facing three counts of aggravated assault. Wow,
0: that's crazy. Yeah,
1: speaking of using a, a flamethrower, why did the blonde get fired from an M&M factory? Ooh, I don't know. Why? She kept throwing out the W's. Oh. <laughs> yes. and there's oh. even more proof that people are crazy.
2: Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right,
0: so if you heard the show... Thursday and Friday, you heard that Kelly was not here, Um, but we didn't discuss why, because it wasn't my place to tell you what was going on with Kelly and her personal life, but um, (laughs) it was kind of a little bit of a scary moment for family and friends, because uh, I guess I'll I'll go back to what I remember, and then you can kind of tell me what happened with you, but um, literally, we didn't think Kelly was going to be back, if ever, for 10 or 12 weeks, like we thought you were going to be gone that long. So the fact when, you, when people saw you walk in here today, it was almost like people thought you were a medical miracle.
1: Yeah, that's what it looked like.
0: So Wednesday, uh, we kind of worked a little bit late and I took a, a nap late on the, in the day on Wednesday. And I woke up and I realized that my phone had been blowing up. And it was weird because it was Kelly's brother, Kyle, and it was Kelly's mom trying to get a hold of me. And I thought, well, that's really weird. I wonder what's happened. And then like I'm trying to get my bearings uh, together and I get a text from Kelly that says, basically what's happened is this incident. And she says, can I tell the the, the line? Sure. Uh, She had an incident at target. And then she said in the text to me and my wife, if I die, (laughs) tell Kurt, I love him. (laughs) And I'm like, I mean, again, you wake up to this and you're thinking, is this a joke? What's going on that I realized with all the chaos of people calling. uh, And I guess with that being said, you, maybe you don't even know what happened inside Target.
1: I, I kind of don't. And I will say that the last thing I was I remember was having a... And ladies, y'all know when you have a full cart at Target, you got some stuff that you want. You're excited. You're ready to get home. Get your stuff home. And and my stomach was growling. I was hungry. Um, and so I was. the last thing I remember was uh, looking up at some sheets I was going to look at from my bed. And I remember thinking, oh, I, I probably need to eat something today. And then... <laughs> The next thing I remember is um, I waking up in an ambulance. Yeah, and uh, that's and I don't remember
0: much of that either. Here's a story from what I've, I've been told from people who were on the <laughs> scene. Okay, uh, they say that all of a sudden they realize that a woman has fallen and smacked the floor, and there's chaos in the store uh-huh. because there's uh, shoppers who are stopping with their shopping carts. They have to call paramedics. EMTs are showing up. Stretchers are being rushed into the hospital. There's store employees running every which way officers running every which way. And it's Kelly in the floor. (laughs) So they're going over to her trying to figure out what's going on. And they, they thought that she had a seizure because she was down in some type of a predicament for about three minutes. And they say that she was trying to get up because she knew she wasn't supposed to be laying in the floor, but her body wouldn't allow her to get up. Um, so as the people got there, they're trying to figure out where they're going to take her. And people on the scene said, number one, you couldn't get up. And number two, you couldn't even speak that you were trying to get up and you were trying to talk. But nothing was coming out.
1: Yes. And I think in my mind, I thought that everything was was like working correctly. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, it's no big deal. Let me get up. But it, obviously it wasn't. Yeah. Um, they, they had to take me um, to, to the hospital and and get me better.
0: Yeah, so Kelly was in the hospital for multiple days, Wednesday, Thursday, I guess Friday too, right? Yeah. And it was, I mean, it was touch and go. Basically, they said that they thought she broke her neck.
1: And, and what, what had happened, they did do some x-rays and some MRIs and stuff. And mm. I have some some older injuries that were that weren't known. And so they did think when I fell, they thought that I had really done something really bad you know really 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 bad no. so and they, you did yeah. i mean you did and they no. did everything they were supposed to do and all that but and they took their time and all that but it was it was really scary until um you know they did the whole can you feel your mm. your toes and and all that kind of stuff but um there's a lot of things that i that i realized that i want to make sure that i have ready in case something ever like that happens again some of y'all may not know on your phones if you have a smartphone on your iphone you can set up what's called like um, a medical ID so what happened was in my medical ID I had my brother and my father well my father passed away 10 years ago yeah. so I hadn't updated it mm. so luckily they had my brother in there and that's how they were able to get a hold of my brother so if y'all think about that again I've never passed out in my life so this was something new for me yeah. um, I didn't know it was going to happen so make sure you know you know to do that and uh, yeah, I don't have that
0: I've never done that yeah so I'll and- definitely do that
1: it has a thing where you can put in, like, what medicines you take. Like, if if, if someone can't, you know, can't get a... It, it's
0: just really good. Well, you couldn't communicate at all. You hit the ground, couldn't communicate. Right. And imagine if nobody would have known, you know, like, how to get a hold of anybody. You'd right. You've just been laying there. Correct. And then they, I guess they could go in and maybe find your wallet or something like that. But still, really scary.
1: Yeah, it is scary. So, also, I, I mean... <laughs> I I like to uh, drink an energy drink every once in a while, and I'm going to have y'all keep me accountable. Mm. If y'all see me out with uh, one of those uh, drinks, you can uh, say something to me. Be nice. Take it from me. No, take it from me. Be nice, but...
0: No, I've vowed to your family, because I think I'm the one who discovered, and I've revealed it, so if you're going to be mad at anybody for this, you can be mad at me. Yeah. But I said, well, number one, you know, she hadn't been eating a whole lot. Sometimes she'll eat half a piece of pizza and be full. And then, uh, you know, we wake up really early and our jobs are, I mean, it seems silly that we talk for a living and and this is what we do, but, uh, you know, we wake up really early. We don't sleep a whole lot. And then, uh, we need the caffeine to get going. Uh, and I told everybody, I think you were over caffeinated mm-hmm. and then not eating and medications. And I mean, cause we joke about it. Now, if yeah. you go back and listen to the history of the show, oh, Kelly has two energy drinks and a big old, you know, 60 ounce thing of coffee in here. And we joked about it. Yeah. Really not good.
1: Yeah. So, so there's that. So y'all can hold me accountable. Also, if you came into contact with me at all from Thursday to Saturday in the hospital setting, EMTs, Target, uh, those, those people in Target that, that, help me. Thank you. Cause yeah. I mean, you never know when that's going to happen. Um, I think that I'm healthy, but we just never know. We never ever know.
0: And I said that to, to my wife, I'm like, you know, here's the deal. And what, one of our, uh, our coworkers, um, or our general manager, Scott Siler, his, his wife saw you moments before you passed out Yeah, and, and she didn't even realize it was you, but she went to the car all shaken because all these people were rushing around and she knew that after she had seen you and you guys went your separate ways that some woman passed out. Lo and behold, it was you, and she really panicked when she thought that. But the text she sent to to Scott, her husband, was some woman's life could have just changed instantly mm-hmm. just while shopping at Target. And we don't think about that. At all. We just take it for granted that we're going to go through this day, and we're going to have tomorrow, and we're going to have the next day, and we're looking forward to different things, and we're frustrated by certain things. At the end of the day, I mean, if that could have been worse, mm-hmm. that would have been it. Yeah. I mean, if you would have hit different or, I, know. I mean- I was very
1: lucky, very blessed, and I was very, very thankful for the friends and the family and the people that came, yeah. the ones that knew me, the ones that didn't know me, that surrounded me with that that extra love. So thank y'all very much.
0: Yeah, really a touch and go situation. And the fact that you're just in here and, you know, that that, that worked out okay. Now, there were some highlights.
1: Um, yeah, maybe we should
0: save those for not on the air. Like when you were peeing on yourself and stuff? Is that a highlight?
1: <laughs> hey, Brandon, did you just say that out loud? Is that a, was
0: that a highlight? Or when
1: uh your wife Your you know what? Your wife, she's my gold star. She is? Yes. Why is she, that? She is like she she is she's not a nurse, but she was my nurse for a minute and yeah. she was awesome.
0: Yeah. So uh Kelly is back. Thanks to everybody who was a part of uh that situation. The show's back to normal and here we go.
2: Brandon Baxter in the morning.
0: And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, yeah. happy birthday to you. Happy yeah. birthday,
3: happy birthday. Wait. Happy birthday for to it. you.
0: Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today. It's Monday, December the 6th of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities, here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Cloyce Grooms, who celebrates today. Stephanie Wilson of Truman, happy birthday. Michael Tate celebrates. Greta Lindsay in Stuttgart. Gunnar Knoll of DeWitt, happy birthday. Kimberly Zimmer is celebrating. Colby Huffman. A sophomore at Westside High School, turning 16. Happy birthday, Colby. Uh, Skylar Ross of Maynard has a birthday. Jackie Keene. Emily Brown is celebrating. Bo Jones from Botox, turning 27. Happy birthday. Tiffany Davis Cannon from Wynn celebrates. Claudia Bennett and Alan Winkler celebrates today as well. And if you have a birthday, we say this: we say happy, happy birthday. birthday to all y'all, and you celebrate with these celebrities.
1: Okay, I'm going to say his last name wrong, but Johnny Manziel. Did I say that correctly? Manziel. Okay, I knew I would say. Sorry about that, guys. Johnny Manziel is 29, Heisman-winning Texas A&M quarterback. Let's see, um, Ulf Eckberg from Ace of Base is 51 today. I saw the
0: Celebrate today. It's Ulf Eckberg's birthday oh, that she from, Ace from Ace
3: of Bass.
0: Happy birthday, Ulf Eckberg from Ace of Bass, who's 51 today.
1: Judd Apatow is 54, writer and director of the 40 year old version and knocked up. He also produced Anchorman, Talladega Nights, all of that kind of stuff. Wow. Debbie Rowe is 63. She's the biological mom of Paris Jackson and Prince Jackson. Jesus.
0: Happy birthday yeah. to Debbie Rowe, who is 63 today.
1: And happy birthday today to Peter Buck, who is 65, guitarist for
3: R.E.M. That's me in the corner. That's me in the spot. Like in my religion. Trying to keep
0: up. Some REM happy birthday, Peter Buck.
3: Now, Andy, did you hear about this one? Tell me, are you locked in the pond? Andy, are you goofing on Elk? Are we losing time? Some REM. They put a man on the moon. Man on the moon. If you believe there's nothing up this thing.
0: Peter Buck celebrating his birthday the today. End of the Happy birthday goes out to my good friend, Peter Buck, the guitarist in R.E.M., who turns 65 today.
2: Brandon Baxter in the morning.
0: All right, here we are. with Monday morning, December the 6th. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you.
3: Good morning.
2: This is country music news on Brandon Baxter in the morning.
0: All right, we have country music news on Thomas Rhett. So Thomas Rhett has released his brand new video for his most recent single. It's called Slow Down Summer. So the whole vision behind this is uh, it's following a young couple. They're living carefree. And then all of a sudden the cooler weather comes and leaves die and the leaves blow away and in the wind and the relationship kind of goes like that. You know, it's kind of one of those emotional things. If you watch the video, you're going to see Thomas Rhett through all the different seasons, the seasons of happiness and growth, and the seasons where, well, it turns colder and not exactly as pretty as it once was. Uh, Thomas Rhett, Slow Down Summer. The video is out now, and this is what the song sounds like.
3: Yeah, we know what was coming and left it all Like it was nothing over time Kept on running and running away yeah, what can I say? We had a full stop windows down. Falling fast in a one lane town. Tangled up a few lips on mine. Never seen a brighter green in the eyes. I put my jacket on your shoulder. Wishing the weather wasn't getting colder. Letting you go. Holding on to each other. Closing our eyes. say
0: so down, summer. It's very visually appealing video. It's Thomas Rhett, Slow Down Summer, and you can check it out today on the Brandon Baxter in the Morning blog.
1: We have country music news today on George Strait. So George made a stop at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas during the NFR week for a two-night run as part of his straight-to-Vegas residency. Now, it's one thing to see George live, but imagine you're watching George and all of a sudden he brings out someone to help him sing a song, one of his songs called Run, and it's uh, another superstar from Texas, the great Miranda Lambert. Wow. So Miranda Lambert walks to the stage, and this is what she says. Oh, hi
0: That's a pretty cool surprise guest that you're not paying to see and she just walks out.
1: Yeah. And the song that she helped him sing is his song called Run. Here's George Strait and Miranda Lambert.
3: Because out
2: there ain't where you all want
3: to be. So catch a ride.
0: That's cool. That really is.
1: You can watch the full performance at George Strait, Miranda Lambert in Vegas. We're going to put it up on the Brandon Baxter in the morning blog.
0: And country music news today on Luke Bryan, who has given us a Christmas song. Just what we all wanted was more Christmas music. (laughs) And again, I know some of you are fans of Christmas music. I'm not the biggest fan, uh, but Luke has given us a brand new Christmas song. It's his version of Run Run Rudolph. And uh, this is what it sounds like.
3: Cause I'm really like a merry-go-round Run like
0: So if you want to check it out, it's Luke Bryan with Run Run Rudolph. And it's available right now. That's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show.
2: Fred Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture.
0: Alright, so today is December the 6th. And Today in Pop Culture in 1964... Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer aired for the very first time on NBC in 1964.
2: Legendary. Rudolph the
3: red-nosed reindeer had a very shiny nose.
0: And if you ever saw it, you would even say it glowed. Today at Pop Culture in 1969, the band Steam hit number one with this song right here. Today in pop culture in 1984, there was a super group that was formed. It was Waylon Jennings and Willie Nelson, Chris Christofferson and Johnny Cash. And they went to Nashville to the Moment Studios, and they recorded their version of Highwayman.
3: I was a highwayman. Along the coach roads I did ride. 1984.
4: With sword and pistol by my side. Many a young
3: maid lost her baubles to my trade. Many a soldier shed his Today in Pop Culture
0: in 1993, Travis Tritt did a video shoot for his song, Take It Easy. It was a remake of a song that was done originally by the Eagles, and the Eagles were there on the video set. And because of working with Travis Tritt, they decided to reform, put out new music, and tour, all because of this Travis Tritt hit.
3: Take it easy. Take it easy Don't let the sound of your own wheels drive you crazy
0: That's a song as done by Travis Tritt. If you remember, the Eagles did the song as well.
3: Take it easy Take it easy
0: Don't So today in pop culture in 1994, Bush released their debut album. It was called 16 Stone. It featured this song. Don't So that was 94. It's Gavin Rossdale, who was married to Gwen Stefan. Uh, today in Pop Culture in 1995, Coolio won Single of the Year at the Billboard Music Awards for this one. It's big, man.
3: That's
0: 26 years ago. And today in Pop Culture in 2004, Motley Crue announced their farewell and reunion tour. So they were going to re- reunite and then say goodbye, right? The farewell tour. This was 2004. They were still touring up until 2015. An 11 year farewell tour <laughs> for Motley Crue. That's a way to retire, man. Hey, we're about to leave. Catch us while you can. Eleven years later, you're still on the road. Girls, 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 dancing down on the sunset strip. Girls, 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 a little bit of Motley crew on the way to and work at school this morning. Fingertips.
3: Trick and treat,
0: what about the Shane Spite song? He's the one that calls that to Feel Good. He's the one that makes a feel all right. He's, He's the one, one, one that
3: calls call that to feel good.
0: And, of course, Kickstart My Heart. That was 2004 when Motley Crue said they were going to retire. And, again, they played until 2015. Today is December the 6th, and that is Today in Pop Culture. Coming up here in about three minutes, we motivate you for Monday with Eric Birch and Monday Morning. Motivation
2: Positive minds Lead to positive lives It's time for your Morning motivation On Brandon Baxter In the morning
0: Alright Monday morning Is here We're giggling off the air And uh, we like to bring Eric Birch in From Birch & Co. Real Estate He kind of brings some light Into the studio uh, and he brings us motivation. He gets our minds right. He gets our heads right. He gets your head right as you're headed into uh, work this morning or maybe home from work or you're dropping the kids off from school. And you need that little something, that little nugget of information that can change your day. That's the reason we turned to Eric Birch from Birch & Co. Real Estate. You guys have me laughing out there. So, <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> it's what we do. It's what we do. Laughter is so, like to us, um, it is such great medicine for Monday, for Tuesday, for Wednesday. And if we can give that to other people, we... We'd love to be able to try that, too.
4: Oh, yeah, and I, I, I'm not sitting here with all the stats from laughter, but, you know, if you can laugh, you know, gosh, five minutes, ten minutes, you know, five minutes a day, you know, think about that. When's the last time you literally laughed, Yeah, you know, for five minutes? But it literally changes, like, everything. I mean, it changes your whole Inst- being instantly. I mean, your thoughts change, your breathing technique changes, your, your heart rate changes. I mean, it's just it, all of a sudden you're – Literally, I feel more alive now than I did, you know, three minutes ago from sure. walking in. So, well, no, and you see people who are the opposite of laughter,
0: who are always down and you know negative, and you're like, I don't want to be around that person. No, it's like a, it just feels like they suck the energy out of you. So maybe that laughter seems to create that energy and at least the mindset that hey, man, we're gonna have fun doing this. There's
4: no doubt. And guess what? It cost us zero, nothing, nothing. Yep. zero. You know, that's it. so that's what it's all about. Well, let's let's get into our topic today. Uh, so, what what holds people back? What what is, what is something that each and every single day, I, we get up, we say hey, we're going to accomplish something, or this is what's on our, our vision board or on our goals, and what's what's something that holds us back? Money, so,
1: not having enough money.
4: Okay, okay. okay. So, not having enough time. Time, money. What else? Being afraid, afraid mm-hmm. of failure. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think so, fear so is a big thing that but, holds us back. Okay, so on that, what are you
0: afraid of? failure you don't want to fail in front of people you don't want to embarrass yourself okay, so that's
4: it so you you know so you've got a fear of failure but i'm really not scared of screwing up i'm scared of what what people will think of me if i screw what up. what they'll say yeah, yeah. right yeah. So, or they'll so, laugh or whatever yeah okay what else hmm.
0: what else holds you back from doing uh, the things that we want to do
4: age Okay. Ooh, so you think, hey, one. I'm too old.
1: Or even I'm too young. People won't take young. me seriously.
4: Yeah. That's right, that's right. Not so, smart enough. Okay. <clears throat> Not yep. didn't talented get the right enough. education. Not talented and, and enough didn't get to the do talent that. and everything. So So these are all what I you know, uh, I think we would all agree, you know, these are all what excuses yep. you know, of But hey, they feel so real in moments of I feel better now because hey, I didn't reach my goal because I didn't have the money to to pay a trainer right or i didn't have the right resource i didn't have access to or i wasn't born in this place or you know my parents never told me or you know whatever it is and and literally so all those things are and, and i guess the people that we've had the opportunity to meet shake hands with you know, that, that seem like they're, they're literally out there, they're making a difference, you know, they're, they're, they're changing the world in one way or another, you know, are just some of the most resourceful people, you know, that, that I've ever met and, you know, age is irrelevant, you know, right. money is irrelevant, you know, that, that's some people stumbling block to go, well, I, you know, I'd start a business, but you know, I don't have the money. I go, okay, so who have you called to get the money? Right, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I hadn't started making phone calls because, you know, you know, do you even have a business plan that you can present to somebody, you know? So at the end of the day, we all say we want to do, but then doing is something totally different. Sure. That's when the energy comes in. That's where the effort comes in. Uh, And come to find out, you know, and looking back, thank goodness over so many of our ventures, uh, although so many of them have failed and screwed up and, you know, and those are really my favorite ones because I learned the most. But the ones that actually have worked out and and continue to work out to this day, I really thought, man, this is going to be a mountain to climb. Mm -hmm. But when we started taking step number one and two and three and four, and all of a sudden the pieces start coming together and the resources literally just start showing up. You know, because we believed in it, we knew, you know, it, it did make sense. It, it was going to be beneficial not only to us, but to several people, um, you know, and it was going to really affect a, a, a bunch of people that the resources all come together. So if you're sitting in a place right now and you go, man, I've always wanted this, or I thought this would be great, or I thought this would, you know, help people out, then, you know, quit making those excuses or stop, you know, Putting those speed bumps in front of you, because again, the answer to your question is probably a phone call away. Wow. You know, and it may be fifty phone calls. Sure, but hey, if it's something that's that's worth fighting for, if it's something that's worth getting out of bed for, then you know why why would you let that hold you back? Why would you let that slow you down? So, you know, everything that we just talked about, which I think are probably the the top five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten excuses, you know, is hey, I don't have, or, I can't find, or didn't get. You know, are again. It's just those resources, and guess what? They're out there. They're plentiful. They're abundant. Uh, it's just a matter of, of you making an effort uh, in order to reach out and grab those uh, anything you want. It's there. Again, you just got to go after it.
0: It's Eric Birch from Birch and Co. Real Estate with your Monday morning motivation.
2: Brandon Baxter in the morning. You know, a lot of th- a lot of
0: times on on Monday we come back in and we kind of reflect on things that we did over the weekend right like Kelly almost uh, you know tapping out permanently passing out in Target and three days in the hospital and we did cover that and uh, that's a pretty wild story if you Mm -hmm. missed it you'll want to go back and check out the podcast if you wondered where Kelly was on Thursday and Friday well she was hospitalized (laughs) in traction that's true basically pinned to the bed had to use a bedpan had to have her clothes tore off yeah actually that's all true I don't make anything up. It's all true. Uh,
1: yes, you do. Make did I make any up. of that up? No. Did but somebody have do. to rip your clothes off? Okay. No one ripped my clothes off, but they did have to cut
0: my shirt. Did they have to cut your shirt off?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> so is it still true right. that when I was there with you uh, and I was trying to help you answer questions because, I mean, you answering questions is tough enough as it is.
1: <laughs> this but is before me. she hits her head. But me on pain medication.
0: So the lady there says, uh, you must be the husband. And I'm like, uh, no. no." And she says, oh, you're the boyfriend. I'm like, uh, no. no, we just work together. And she said, well, y'all must be pretty close. <laughs> I said, unfortunately, we spend a lot of time together. Yeah. So uh, that whole story on Kelly barely surviving last week, uh, that's going to be on the podcast today. My deal is I was trying to figure out what I can say about my weekend, and I really can't say much of anything. I did top secret stuff. It was almost like a Inspector Gadget, where he would get the letter that would self destruct. Really? Like not, I can't really disclose what all I was involved in, like FBI, Other
1: than, CIA level no, stuff.
0: Nothing legal, but I just don't know. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it. You know, sometimes we get invited to do things that we're not allowed to talk about. Okay. But I, I can tell you. I'll give you a, a few hints. Okay? okay. And you can't guess because I know you know what I did. Oh, but on Friday night, I was invited to go and uh, and be a part of an event where I was going to kind of do my my announcing and hosting gig. and That turned into, hey, you want to have dinner with everybody? And I'm like, is it free? Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, I was, oh, yeah. was going to go because otherwise I would had to go out and spend 50 or 60 bucks. So I got free dinner.
1: But did you ask if it was free when they offered it?
0: No, uh, but I knew did- they weren't going to charge me because of where we were going. Okay, well. So I knew I knew how it was going to be. And okay. then they said, do you want to come do the next gig with us? And I'm like, hey, that place isn't even open yet. Yeah, I want to go. Oh, my goodness. So I got to take advantage of stuff like that. Then I got to go uh, to another event uh, the next night, of which I was going to kind of be a host and um, uh, encourager of karaoke. Oh, so hmm. you'd be very proud of me because I was in a situation where I, I knew a couple of people pretty well and I knew a bunch of people very loosely and some people I had never met before in my life. Oh, no. And there's there's I can just tell you that our friend Kelly Dallas from Win, Yes. Was the person who was uh, going to prepare the food. <laughs> yes. Let me tell you how big this this party was. Can I tell you? He prepared almost 100 steaks And I'm talking like big, thick, good steaks.
1: A hundred.
0: Yeah. Wow. So there's all these people in in a setting that was fairly intimidating if you had never been into a setting like that before. And uh, I decided I was going to sing because a lot of people were singing. And I was like, I got to sing. I got to go with the flow. I got to do something. Right. Because I'm the guy who's supposed to be the performer of the bunch.
1: Well, you are a performer. That I will say. I'll give that to you. Um, Who was with you in your immediate family?
0: Uh, My wife and my son were there.
1: Why did you say that so quickly? What do you mean? Were they embarrassed of you?
0: Well, I don't think they were. Were they? Maybe Kai was. (laughs) I don't know. That's pretty much embarrassing me all the time.
1: There, there my, I might have been sent a couple of things, but mm. um, did you lead everyone? Like, were you the first one to, to no, do this? No, it was a
0: semi-main event.
1: Oh, wait. Now you're calling yourself the semi-main yeah. event.
0: Well, the main event was the person whose home we were in. Oh. That That person had to be the main event. I couldn't be the main event in that person's home. So I decided to to play semi-main event, and, I the, would, and the deal was because we had to tee it up because I knew where he was going to go for his song, so I teed it up with listen, my song.
1: If you're the main event and you're listening right now, he really thinks that he is the main event. He's just well, yeah. letting you think that you're the main. No, event. I was just the main letting
0: event. you know that coach. I was the main. So no, no, you can't say stuff I like I didn't that. say anything. Else. You can't say stuff like that at all. So um, yeah, and I thought, how am I going to do this? What song should I do? I thought, should I do Islands in the Stream? But I'm not sure if semi-main event, that's a good one. Yeah. Because what know. if the audience doesn't know that?
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Okay. And then I thought my go-to was always save a horse, ride a cowboy. And I thought, I'm not sure this audience is the save a horse, especially at this time in the night.
1: I feel as if your wife would have asked you to do Baby Got Back.
0: You know, I could have done that uh-huh. one, but I don't know if I'd have messed up all the words. Because
1: I know you like the whoop whoop You like the... The
0: the sound, yeah, you stuff like, like that. that. Whip part. Could have done some Alabama stuff. Yeah. But I decided to go with uh, an old classic, a standby, and I have the video of it. Oh, and no. what I noticed about the video, actually, what my wife noticed first was she said, is your fly unzipped? <laughs> no. Hang on.
1: Was it the one she sent me?
0: Mm-hmm. Halfway. Down, no, it's not halfway down, if not all the way in front of all these people, 100 people, Some I know, some I don't know.
1: Not one person. Big
0: time people. No, not one person said anything. Looked at you
1: and kind of gave you the, hey, hey, bud.
0: No, maybe nobody was looking there. Is that typically where you're looking?
1: No, but I'm just telling you, if somebody's flies down, I mean, somebody's got to say something. Nobody
0: said anything. Well. Not even the host of the party. He should have been like, hey, buddy, you better zip it up.
1: I mean, you're leading everyone. That's the least they could have done.
0: I'm standing in front of the entire crew with my fly down. Wow. and singing and encouraging them to sing. Yeah, I saw one part where you said
1: everybody. Yes. And you you changed the mic. You were mic throwing uh-huh. like from one hand to Turn the other. No. Yeah. I don't know if it works. I don't know if some of your your older entertaining no, ways that's it. work now oh, they were
0: impressed. They were very with impressed. today's
1: society.
0: I'm going to see if I can get the audio to work because I have it, but I, maybe I oh. need to get I want to get it better quality for you so you can hear my vocals. Y'all, he just means get the booze out. Get the booze out? Boo. Oh, the booze, like the actual booze.
1: Oh, well. Maybe I was like, booze hey, too. the booze were already out.
0: That's why I was up there doing karaoke. I'll try to get the audio for y'all too, but it's pretty stellar. Semi-main event at a big-time gig, man. I'm taking bookings for the holiday season. Brandon Baxter in the
2: morning.
0: A lot of people have been out doing holiday shopping. You know, stores are busy and we're Mm -hmm. trying to get stuff, supply chain issues. And, hey, you better get it now before you can't get it anymore. I know I was out trying to get some stuff this weekend, some Mm -hmm. surprises. I'd hit the little toy aisles and and the electronics and, you know, all the different stuff. So there was a survey done that was asking people, uh, where is the most common place that people hide Christmas gifts Ooh. and it's so predictable and it's so dumb because like as a kid uh-huh. the first place you go is the place that everybody assumes is the best spot to hide them they say the first place that people think they're going to be brilliant and hide their christmas gifts is in the bedroom closet
1: yeah that might be too obvious it's way
0: too obvious yeah. don't you think
1: yeah. That's kind of like they'll never know because they're always in here. Right. And they just won't, they just won't even observe it.
0: Right. I yeah. mean, maybe if you pull something out or hide it behind something, but at the same point, like as a kid, when I was looking for Christmas gifts, I was going. I was looking. Like I was looking hard. Mm-hmm. And I really don't understand why we do that because oh, now I know what it is. Ooh, I win. It really doesn't make any sense. Yes. Yeah, I know. Because you don't get it mm-hmm. just because you know what it is. Right. Then you have to fake happiness. <laughs>
1: Especially if you didn't like it. Dude, I hate that. I yeah. told you
0: one of the most the things I hate the most about the holidays is having to fake that I like stuff. Oh wow. Like if I hate it, I should be able to say I hate this.
1: Maybe you should try you know what? Try that this year. It's a see terrible how it goes. gift.
0: See this how is how it terrible. Goes. Wow! Didn't want this. I'm not getting you anything. Just gonna say if we were able to be honest with everybody, but we can't be honest. We've been taught as a culture to lie to everybody. Oh no, you don't look big in that. Oh no, I love the pla- oh, I love this present. Oh no, I'm so
1: happy. I love this red sweater vest.
0: Yeah, all that stuff right there. We're coaxed to lie, <laughs> but yet, yet we'll tell people not to lie. So the number one spot people hide stuff is in the bedroom closet. Number two is in a spare bedroom. Oh. And I get that because, like, we have a bedroom that really, I mean, the the carpet's almost brand new because nobody goes in there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Makes sense. They say the coat closet is another spot. How about under the bed? Hmm. I don't know. Some of these places, the trunk of a car makes the list, uh, the basement, the garage, or the attic. Those are other smart places. They say the real smart place is to hide it somewhere outside of the home. You know, not like outside, but in the bushes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I guess what I put my PlayStation five out there in the bushes and it's gone. Right. But they're saying maybe the office or at a friend's house or something like that. They also say that about 50% of people have had their hidden presence found. So, I mean, that means you better find a better spot to hide your presents.
1: My mom used to write, instead of writing my name on there and my brother's name on there, she would write like Mimi or Granddad. So we Ooh. wouldn't mess with those presents because, and so like if we happened to get one open and look inside and there was like some old pajamas or some black socks or something like that, we were like, oh man. Oh man, wow. I don't
0: even know why grandpa likes Barbies. I don't know. Many of us yeah. are gonna be trying to hide presents. Maybe some of those places. The the ones that seem like the go-tos aren't really the go-to's. So think about that.
2: Brandon Baxter in the morning.
0: So there's a story on substitute teachers, how they're tougher to find now than ever before. Yeah. Like there's less people who are going into the field to be substitutes and and kids that. are
1: kind of mean.
0: Yeah. So one substitute teacher in Bowie, Texas, uh went in to teach a class, and I guess for whatever reason I can't really Figure out what the teacher was thinking, but uh he decided to sing in the middle of class, <laughs> do some karaoke, hmm. and we actually have the audio. This is a teacher who went in to sing, and he's singing Britney Spears Toxic <laughs> in the middle of a class in Bowie, Texas. Don't you
3: know that you're toxic? good. I mean, (laughs) I'm
0: not really sure what they were thinking about uh, (laughs) the teacher going in there and doing that with the karaoke machine. (laughs) And if that was really appropriate, um, evidently they did not think that was what he was supposed to be doing with the class. And they, they sent him home.
1: I'm glad he did that first. And I didn't do that first because I, I just kind of feel like that's something I could be like, Hey guys, y'all need to take a little brain break. Let's, Let's sing some Britney. Oh. And then later on, they're like, "Uh, that probably wasn't the best.
0: idea." Yeah, they're saying it was distracting to everybody, not only in the class, but they're saying it was also distracting to the other teachers, people walking down the halls when they heard a grown man singing Britney Spears. <laughs> and he was the teacher. It's a true story out of Bowie High School in Texas.
2: Brandon Baxter in the morning.
0: So if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, you'll hear all about Uh, Kelly's incident where, um, I mean, legit, we're surprised she's even here that she's walking, that she hasn't had to have surgery. Uh, it was scary for a number of days here. Kelly had an incident where she passed out in public. Uh, they thought she was having a seizure. She couldn't get up, couldn't speak, had to be rushed to the hospital in an ambulance. I mean, the whole story, when you go back and reflect on it and just the fact that you're here today is really remarkable. No, I'm, I'm very,
1: very, very, very thankful.
0: So if you wondered where she was on Thursday and Friday, we didn't disclose that because, uh, you know, medical stuff Mm -hmm. and and all that just based on legalities. But she tells the whole story. You can check it out today on the podcast. Plus, uh, my interesting weekend, a story that I can't tell. At least I can't tell you where I was because I did some stuff. Not that it was illegal, but (laughs) it's just not allowed to be public knowledge. But I did do karaoke. Hmm. And little did I know um, there were people recording it and providing it to Kelly while she was laid (laughs) up in bed. That's true. So. Uh, that's on the podcast today as well. Plus where to hide holiday gifts, the best and worst Christmas songs of all time. All of that on today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast available wherever you get podcasts, Kelly Perry. What's on TV tonight?
1: Tonight on ESPN, the Buffalo Bills host the New England Patriots. There's a very boy band holiday on ABC tonight. And basically, that's every single boy band you can possibly think of. There's going to be a guest from one of them, and they're going to be singing Christmas stuff. So that'll be good. Yes, The Voice, the two-hour Bachelorette, the Men Tell All special, which is always good. The first season finale of The Big Leap tonight also includes 4400, All-American, 911, NCIS, CIS Hawaii and on late night Dan and Shay will be with Jimmy Fallon
0: hope you guys have a great day and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.